With us today is Governor David Patterson, and uh, so many things are happening in our city, in our state, and there's no one better that knows what the heck is going on. Governor, you were governor, you were lieutenant governor, uh, you were uh, uh, minority leader uh, of the state senate. Uh, have you ever seen such confusion in a long time? Well, there's a lot of confusion, but what I also haven't seen in a long time is the blatant honesty that uh, was displayed by the mayor of the city of New York on Wednesday. And it was against the backdrop of uh, all kinds of charts that he had, along with his senior staff members. And Mayor Adams said that to date, New York uh, City has lost $817 million because of the support that it's had to give to the migrants who were allowed to come here by the federal government. He says that by June 30th, it will be $1.4 billion hit against the budget. And in 2024, it will be a $2.9 billion hit against the budget unless somebody does something. Now, classically, the White House's response was that FEMA was doing something or other, which didn't make much sense. But then they blamed Congress for not passing um, needed immigration reforms in the Senate and in the House. Now, that's a total punt on the issue when uh, you're, you're supporting a topic, one of the mayors of the major cities who are taking the hit by having all the migrants there, and, and uh, Mayor Adams feels that they should grant, uh, grant tempor a temporary status to people so that they could work while they're migrants in the city, uh, because he says there's a black market now, and a lot of people are working in the, you know kind of sweatshops that we've been more familiar with 100 years ago, and their response to him is that Congress needs to pass legislation, passing the buck. Then you have the Progressive Caucus of the City Council. Um, I'm sure you go to their meetings all the time, John. Absolutely. But, <laughs> but uh, they said that the mayor has misestimated the revenues. That is the classic argument you make when you just want more money. In other words, that when you estimated the revenues and then assessed it against the debt, um, that you didn't estimate the revenues high enough. That's how legislatures in the city and the state have gotten away with murder for 30, 40 years of playing that kind of game. Not to be left out, the New York City Council now has um, its proposals to the mayor, which have uh, a lot more resources and criticizes what he calls efficiencies, but really were budget cuts, which they called defunding social services, well, it is in a way, but what is happening is that our governments in the United States and states and then locally are suffering right now from the difficult economy we're in, the higher prices to get people to do anything, and um, the uh, inflation not going away. Well, uh, you know, when you said, talked about New York and uh, that the uh, White House in Washington is ignoring New York, it brings back moments. When was it, the 1970s, where the front page of the newspapers in New York was, uh, Washington says New York dropped dead? It actually said that President Ford said to New York dropped dead in October of 1975, which is when the uh, fiscal crisis began. And uh, as a little side note, just a, a story in my life at the time, I had gotten a job working for Municipal Credit Union. That's the credit union for the employees of the city of New York. But it is a private company. But because it says municipal, all the state workers thought 
that um, it was the city. So when I called them up to ask them when they were going to pay their loans back, boy, did my vocabulary get expanded by some of the responses I got. And one guy said, I said to him, well, would you like to come down and refinance your loan? He said, if I come down there, I'm going to, I'm going to hurt somebody. And he said, and what was your name, by the way? I said, uh, Mr. Gonzalez. If you come down, just ask for Mr. Gonzalez, because I didn't want to talk to this guy when he came down. It really hit the city workers hard, that crisis in 1975, and Washington did not respond to it at all. Understood. Now, uh, Governor, uh, it's been going on for, what, two weeks now? Or is it longer? The late budget of the state? So the state has a late budget, and um, I know I'm repeating myself and re-quoting him, but Governor Pataki said a couple weeks ago when we had him on uh, with uh, Katz and Cosby that a a good budget is better than a late budget. Well, he had a lot of late budget, so he would say that. But it's actually right if you can come to the right compromise. But the problem is after a while, after two weeks, three weeks, or you know, four weeks, there's just such a uh, just such a dolorous attitude in, in Albany and a feeling of, of just forlornness that people just don't get things done. They don't try that hard anymore. And uh, then you have these prolonged uh, budgets. Now, interestingly enough, the majority leader of the Senate, Andrea Stewart Cousins, was the one elected official that did say that she thinks more money needs to be given to New York City to try and address this issue with uh, with migrants that are in, in, in the uh, area. So that was, um, I think, a positive message that Mayor Adams got for his press conference. But I would have to say that even, that when it's in the same party, it's very hard. I think Mayor Adams likes uh, President Biden very much, but sometimes your fiduciary duty your moral duty is to your constituency, and he feels that the uh, 9 million people of the uh, city of New York are not getting a fair shake from Washington. Well, I, I agree with that because those migrants are just coming over the border, and uh, there's no checks and balances, there's no controls. You know, I believe in immigration. I think you know that. Uh, but I think we have to control and make sure we're not, we're not getting uh, terrorists and we're not getting... Uh, uh, bad people. Right. And, and I think also the capacity to get people the opportunity to work while they're actually here um, limits the, the, those who there's nothing else to do and they start committing crimes and that raises the crime rate and creates a real negative atmosphere. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, Governor, um, how long do you think it can go on? Can it go on another week or 10 days or what? Oh, I think that this budget will not be passed until mid to late May. That, that's when I think. Wow. It's going to be a while. And have they extended the budget for temporarily? They just passed an extender this week. And what it does, for those who don't understand, is it allows the government to continue at the same rate that it was when the budget should have been passed on April 1st. So it's an extension, and it... Be, uh, it, it's then superseded when the budget passes. So all of the decisions that are made about 2023-24 go into effect at that time. Okay, uh, Governor uh, Patterson, thank you so much for bringing us up to date. And uh, we'll catch up again uh, real soon. Let's pray for our city. Let's pray, pray for our country. 
and 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 we wish you the best, John. I think you've been on the air every day this week. Isn't that true? I I, I haven't had a day off in a long time. <laughs> Thank you so much, and we'll catch up soon. Hi, it's Lou Dobbs for Priority Gold, America's precious metals dealer. These are volatile times with high inflation, soaring debt, wars on multiple continents, and rising financial stress. Central banks are buying gold to diversify their reserves, so are many Americans. Call Priority Gold and find out how precious metals can help you diversify your portfolio. They're highly rated and happy to help. Call 1-866-303-6357 or get a free gold guide at PriorityGoldGuide.com. That's Priority. PriorityGoldGuide.com.